All right, so you're probably wondering at this point if you've either read the headline, read a recent Instagram post, or honestly just curious in general about these terms, what a funnel avoider and funnel anxiety or funnel clinger is. And I want to say the reason why I've given these terms a name is, and you'll you'll hear why, but before I go into that, I want to just do a quick disclaimer out there that whatever your behavior or feeling is towards your current funnel or offer is valid. I am not one to say of what you should or should not feel, should or should not think or address. It's all what will serve you to get you to the next level you're wanting to get to. And if it really is in alignment with that. So I got these terms because it depends on which avenue you're in. I would say I work with people who are on either side and also people who are in the middle as well. But I find when you're a a leader, a visionary, an entrepreneur, you know, insert title here, and you have uh, a course or a, an offer and a funnel, sometimes multiple of them, you know, it's something where this is just one part of what you do, right? Like throughout your week, you are doing 10,000 things from calls to DMs of people to to, I'm blanking on everything, from team meetings to podcast pitching or guest trainings or trying to schedule in a workout for yourself, God forbid, and, you know, eat, take breaks, walk, spend time with your family or actually go out and have an errand or something like that. So it's not to say that you should be looking at this all the time, but it's, it's showing that it's totally understandable if you either haven't been or also over fixating on it as well because you have the all these things happening to you that especially for funnel avoiders it's so natural to put this on the back burner when you can't see the clear reason of what needs to be fixed because we are natural creative beings in the entrepreneur space i mean almost every single client that I work with, they are true like masters at their craft. I've had people from food bloggers who sell info products, from wedding planners who sell DIY wedding planning courses, to business coaches, uh, a lot of business coaches <laughs> selling different programs to ideal clients. Um, I've had Instagram coaches selling Instagram programs, so a variety of things. So that's why these this doesn't really fit an industry but it does fit for those who just fall into a certain behavior pattern. So it's never going to be about you should feel a certain way or the other. And I'm going to be honest, even when I had my own course funnel, because I used to have a course, I was similar to everyone else when I was, I think, year two in my business. I was like, you know what? This whole course thing sounds great. Granted, it is not my way of being. I go too in depth. <laughs> and that's maybe for another podcast of my failure <laughs> because I actually got sales for it. It could have been a really fantastic program because I know what I'm doing, but I was like, I was offering way too much and I felt like I, I had to, to go in deep. So anyway, uh, because of that, I know I was the funnel avoider at that time with my own funnel metrics because I felt frustrated by it. Um, and I've also seen it where it's like you're overchecking because that one test that you tried out or one new ad you tried out or multiple ads, um, isn't working. 
so whichever one you are, you're okay. You're valid. I just want to say that before I go into this because I think it's important to not let this be something where it's a negative thing. It's just helping you see where your current behavior with this funnel is and also what could be some of your current like connotations around it because if you feel or think a certain way about this funnel can create more resistance to being able to address it in a in a way that's not feeling shitty (laughs) I don't have a better word for that sorry um and again there's most of my clients who come to me it's not that you have no sales right like your funnel, your offer is validated. You have people who've gone in it. You've had screenshots. You've probably had, I've had clients who come to me who uh, they've already amassed like over uh, six figures, I think like $500,000 in their offer, if not more, in that one offer alone. I've had others who have done it in a variety of ways and like gotten uh, a few thousand from it. The issue is just making sure that what's inside your program works because for me, it's always about integrity overall, 100%. So now going to the, back to these behaviors. So the two main types of behaviors I see with funnel, um, with funnel stuff that I want to address is funnel avoidance and funnel anxiety or anxiousness. So funnel avoidance is how it sounds. And if you're someone who's uh, this, it's okay, but I want to just call this out because it's something that is making your life harder. So usually this happens where you're someone who's either overloaded, uh, you, you might feel like this is another thing to add on to your day or your week. And the idea of it sounds as good as trying to learn accounting. (laughs) Like most of my, uh, visionaries I know are like, please get me away from anything numbers based and because sales funnels naturally are you know they are indicated by numbers it's something that it's hard for us to look at because it's similar to what I see with ads where it's so performance based that it can feel hard I can feel disappointing when every week is not the best week or like the next week and the next week is not toppling each other right But the thing is that no one talks about, and this is for both, is that when you're scaling or when you're growing your business, you're not always going to have steadily up growth. You're going to always have a base minimum amount. I'm going to say that right now. Never go back to zero. Never start from square zero. Square zero? Square one. Um, But I think it's important to see this because even my clients, that same client who had over $500,000 in that one offer, knew intuitively that she needed to help her funnel revamp because even though she was getting sales on it the current profit margin that was there was really low for her so she knew to in order to increase her profit she'd need to scale back for a second from her normal like pushing full force on the advertising and like uh, organic marketing to readdress this because she knows sometimes it's better to slow down so you can catapult forward and boy has she catapulted (laughs) so I'm saying that because I want to address and I think it's so important for anyone to say you're never gonna go down to no amount but I think it's important to say that there are seasons in our business but even if there are seasons in our business like let's say you do a push on every quarter of course that month when you do the push you're gonna have a higher month but doesn't mean those months behind it 
aren't going to bring you any money at all because you still have an evergreen funnel working for it or you still have other offers you're pitching. So I'm just saying this because I think it's something that's really hard to watch, especially someone who who does, uh, who's been in advertising for years, both Facebook ads and just in general, to watch people get so, um, you know, emotionally attached to the numbers. And it's something that I understand because I've gone through it. I've seen so many clients who have to like basically help coach them out of it because if we attach so much of our if we make the the numbers mean something both negatively and positively we're then letting those dictate how we feel or let those affect us or let those affect how we feel how we think around them as well so I'm just doing like a mini <laughs> reframe session slash uh sharing with you guys because everything is really important to hear because no one talks about like the underlying pieces that are not just the the numbers themselves. It's also about how you're showing up because as you know in your business, as you can feel from other people behind the screen, when they at- detach, you know, the people who who basically ghost for months on social media or when they're on, they pop on for like one second and then leave. You feel that detachment, right? It's the same thing that can f- happen in your funnel and your customers feel that even though it's an automated funnel, it still acts as that same channel that social media does where people still can get the, for lack of a better term, get the vibe off of it. It's when you create it from a place of detachment or wanting to be fully detached from it, people can feel that no matter what. I mean, you can see it in how the message is being written or what's being emphasized. So for funnel avoiders, it's understandable that you're wanting to avoid it because there might be some negative connotation there around what those numbers mean. And if you're seeing the numbers uh, decrease on a week by week or just hold <laughs> uh, at a week by week, month by month basis, it can create a feeling of just not wanting to look at them anymore. It's similar to your bank account where it's like when you know your bank account's you have enough in there, you're not going to check it that much. But you're just not fully sure what to to do with that money all the time. Again, if you, unless you have a budget. Um, so it's in the back of your mind, kind of just like always rolling around. Like, I know I have enough, but I want more. But I don't want to check it because I don't want to put like tie myself down to a budget. So I'm just going to like not look at it. <laughs> and I'm only going to look at it just to like confirm every once in a while that there's still money in there. It's kind of the same route. So for funnel avoiders, I really want to ask you a question that I want you to to take a second for, and I do this with like most of my clients on calls if they're in this realm, is asking yourself, what are you making the numbers mean about you? What are you making the current performance of your sales funnel mean about you? And if you need to, if it's hard to go into negative, go into the positive, like let's say you have, like let's say next month, you triple your sales in your funnel. What would that performance metric of the tripling in sales, what would that mean about you? What does that mean in general? Like asking those questions can start to see what attachment is still there that needs to be addressed. And it's not to say that you're not, for lack of a better word, like you're not not meant to be attached to what you create. It's what you create. It's like, it's a, a digital child, <laughs> essentially. But there's a way to be, you know, 
loving towards it and caring and you know attached without being detached but also not gripping on for dear life which again is more of the funnel anxious people (laughs) so for funnel anxious people you're probably checking it at least twice a week or when you are checking it uh once a week or every once in a while for funnel avoiders you maybe check it once a week if like you have a team member who's reminding you to do it or you're in a mastermind program that's doing it but probably closer to like once a month and even then you're waiting or procrastinating to just do it so then for the funnel anxious people uh your people who are again you you're just putting over fixation on it. So for like the avoiders, because they don't know, you know, what needs to be addressed to help fix it, their natural behavior style towards it is just not to look. Because if I focus on other things, then I don't have to worry about this now. (laughs) And I have this happen for a couple of clients. Again, even those who have the like $500,000 in sales, I've had two clients who are um, actually weirdly enough right around that same mark it was actually surprising in various different niches and different ICAs completely but what was funny was because those people were technically successful I mean all my clients are successful but for a lot of people who are not at that level of like the high six figures and some figures um they view them as successful but they were still people who waited for months uh and a year on end to reevaluate their funnel because they couldn't find the person who could help them out with this in the way they needed it to. And they also were like, I have too many products on my plate. I can't figure it out right now. I'm just going to let it go. I'm still getting sales from it. So it's not a bad thing. Um, so funnel avoider is not technically a bad thing. It just means that either the behavior you have around it is avoiding or because you can't find the right solution to what you're looking for to solve your problem, you're avoiding it because it's easier right now to figure that, like to focus on other projects that you have or other launches than dealing with this. So for funnel anxious people, I feel you. Um, it is something that as someone who loves numbers, I mean, I, I have a weird balance that I can straddle the creative, the intuitive and like the techie, um, the numbers, <laughs> the analytics. Um, and I find that for anxious people, you're in a place where you can hyperfixate on certain numbers. So like, let's say, obviously, the number everyone focuses on is a sales conversion rate. If you're running ads, it's usually a cost per lead. But the issue is there's so many other numbers to look at that you're focusing on usually the wrong numbers. And it's why I created my stellar sales funnel indicators to help to address that and even for those who are in the funnel avoiders that same pdf can help simplify a lot for you because it's just giving you three numbers <laughs> so i really the reason why i created this because a lot of clients have asked me for it for where they would have been before we got together um, but also just to help to, to ease some of that stress and anxiousness that can happen around it so for the anxious people same thing I think it's important to address the hyperfixation on either certain numbers or testing something new every week or seeing or listening to a podcast and trying to implement that one thing they said worked um, to make sure that it would work for you or hiring the copywriter because that one sales result that they got was like enough for you, whatever it is. Like, do you see how the behavior is that they're jumping for something that is right in front of them that's not really a full fit but because they feel anxious around getting this solved quickly or solved fast 
they're just going for whatever versus like an actually true aligned solving all their problems type of thing they're letting the the shininess of it really cloud the judgment there which again is it's not a bad thing we're all we're all a part of that system even for me i think there was a program that i bought two or three months ago that again it piqued my curiosity i was like oh this is exactly what I was looking for, or not even exactly. I was like, this is this probably has a tactic that I haven't tried before, which is very hard for me to do in, in this industry. And I go into it, I'm like, oh, no, I could have taught this program. Great. <laughs> so whenever we come from that space of like not a calm, aligned, not even aligned, but like a calm, secure, confident space, it then breeds that more anxious feeling into your funnel and also into how you speak about the offer now. Um, and it's, again, it's not it's not your fault because no one really talks about the way that we show up in this way, especially on our like funnels and offers on the evergreen side. But because no one does, <laughs> I guess it's me to do it. Um, and I think it's important for those who are wondering where to begin with the the anxious style of this to really ask when was the last time you felt calm or competent or secure around this funnel or offer think back to that and then the other thing is how do you want it this is for both actually but like how do you want to feel with this offer and funnel like what is the you know, what is the reality you want to have? What is the relationship you want to have with it? Because if you're, if you're still saying fully detached, which again, it's not a, if the, if the motive is okay, but if you're coming from a place, I, I want to be fully detached from it. So that way, um, I don't have to do, you know, I don't have to do everything in my business or that I can just relax. You can relax, but also realize is that detachment come from a space of, I'm just done. I'm tired. I don't want to deal with it. Or is it like, I know this offer works for people. I'm willing to give what it needs to be to be, to be elevated. And I'm also willing to have someone come in to help take off the work for me. Do you see the difference? So asking yourself what you want the relationship to be like with this offer and funnel now, because it's a part of your business. It's something that does have to be addressed. And until it does, whichever camp you're in, it's going to just feed that deeper and deeper and deeper until it gets addressed, until someone helps you to diagnose the profit leaks there and helps to counteract that and also help you redefine and rebuild your relationship with your funnel. I know it sounds funny, like with your funnel, but it's basically about redefining your relationship with the more automative parts of your business because we're used to putting our energy into the things that take the most time, right? Like our one like our calls with people or DMs because that's interactive, it's one to one. But those same humans either have gone through your funnel before or are going to. So we still need to give it that folk it need to give some focus to the funnel. Not all. Um especially during the time where you need to re uh recalibrate it uh for for lack of a better word. So those are two main styles that I see. Obviously, people in the middle, like I have clients who come to me who who don't actually feel that way. Um, they just have their team and they, they know they're, they're good entrepreneurs and know like, you know, my funnel is kind of just coasting right now. It's not doing bad, but 
I'm ready to go up for something greater. And they know that adding, or they've tried usually, <laughs> they've tried more ads and it's not seeming to fix the issue. There's something deeper that needs to be there. Or even organic too. So whichever one you identify with, first DM me, let me know at Danielle Clem with three M's. Because I am curious to see how many of my audience here is on which side. But two, take the moment. <laughs> take a few moments to recommit to this desire you have for 2022 to scale your business, to scale this next level. Take the prompt that I gave you both on either side of whichever one you are and the future reality or like future relationship you want to have with it and let that guide your next decision around this funnel. Because the more that you allow yourself to keep running the circles, the more the circles are just going to get even deeper. And nothing's going to end the cycle unless you decide to take action on it. And action doesn't mean having to have this be another full-time job reinventing. That's why people basically hire me to do it for them. Um, But it's about showing up as a leader as you are to be that, to own that, to own that vision that you have for yourself and not allow these tendencies that you've had around this cloud that anymore or sabotage that anymore it's time to change something differently so if you haven't gotten the sales funnel indicator please go get it and if you are feeling called to go in deeper with me I really recommend you book a call it is something that is usually a a mindset or aha moment for people where they're like damn I didn't realize that And you get to have someone who can help show whichever path that you're on because there's not really anyone I know who does what I do. Full stop. I'm going to just leave that there. It's not because people don't know how, but they also kind of don't know how. And that's okay. But it's time for you to stop wondering how. It's time for you to be able to have that new vision, that new reality come in for 2022. So I look forward to seeing you on the call, on the PDF, Instagram DMs, wherever you decide to be, and get ready to begin this new reality with your funnel and with yourself and with your business starting now.